there's these ball joints here. God damn it. Wow. This, uh, does, he doesn't hold shit for shit. Does he stay better? <laughs> Should you just keep him transformed? But he looks better in the robot mode is the money mode. But so, most Transformers, their articulation is like, you know, they should be able to get this leg up to here at least. Mm -hmm. You can't fucking do wow. anything because this white piece is bumping into this piece. You need to go in and shave off like a quarter inch of plastic here to actually make it worth a damn. Plus, it doesn't stand up. Plus, there's no arm articulation either because so it's jamming into the plastic right here. So this is a $150 piece of garbage. Welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast delivering a minute-by-minute -minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. I am Aaron, and I'm here with my exceptional, charismatic, dare I oh, say, it's me. provocative and spellbinding <laughs> co-host. So many adjectives. I'm Ryan. Hi, and I'm Caleb. And uh, so we're here today to talk about, this is episode 11, so we're covering minute 11, as we, I think, we've, de I think as we've decided to call it, 1101 oh, to 12-minute right. mark. Let's not confuse this, Ryan. No, uh, it's the had... 10 to 11 minute. No, it's the 11 to... Yep, that's the beginning. Okay, I'm an idiot. No, wait a minute. <laughs> so no, wait a minute. You're right, though. Hang on a second. Yeah, I am right. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> zero to one minute is the first... Oh, my God. We're still having this conversation. So it's from ten. From, so it's from the 10 minute mark to 10.59? That's right. Or is it from 10.01 to 11? It's mean, from 10.01 to 11... It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but we've already, but we've recorded episodes. That's ten already. Ten, yes, well, ten we, is. We've been through this. <laughs> ten is nine minutes. Like minute from, nine to ten. Because the first minute We're is always from a minute zero behind. to fifty nine. We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode eleven. Yes, minute ten <laughs> to eleven. Yeah. Woo. All right. So just remember this: the episode that we're doing. <laughs> It essentially hits the, the the log of that of the, like episode eleven is up to minute eleven. That's right. <coughs> oh boy. Next week it will be from what are we doing episode eleven oh will be from either whatever you want to define it either eleven to eleven fifty nine or eleven oh one to twelve. Excellent. So Aaron has corrected his notes. <laughs> so in the last episode. I don't know. I'm just so mad about that. <laughs> I will. I did too. I think it's funny because there's a banter. This banter exists in every episode. Yeah, we can't. It's rough. We can't. Figure and it and out. I thought we figured it out, but I think it all roots for me writing down the wrong number here. So anyway, uh, last episode. Let's do a quick recap. We found out that Hot Rod is excited about strange things. Like <laughs> That's right. Fishing is awesome, but watching a shuttle land, a shuttle land from the moon of another planet. Talk about dull, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we learned uh, Back to the Future 2 ripped off the concept of hoverboards. Uh, we learned that Autobot City is a functioning power plant with virtually every type of contemporary Earth-based power yes. being leveraged to manufacture energon. Solar. Water. <laughs> Hydroelectric wind. 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 Hydroelectric. Yes. Oil derricks. Uh, Why aren't they just drilling straight to the core and just sucking up directly from the core? 
man. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's some geothermal in there. Maybe so. All right. Maybe we should have covered that last <laughs> time. And we discovered uh, there's a place called Lookout Mountain that exists. Apparently, it's a great place to see shuttle the land. The lazily named mountain ever. We're not supposed to go there for some reason. You're supposed to pronounce it really weird. Lookout Mountain. Maybe uh, maybe some pilot named that mountain. It was like, look out! <laughs> mountain. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, okay. Maybe uh, there was a guy with the last name Lookout oh, that discovered it. Perhaps. So straddling the minute here, we've got it up on the screen. Straddling the minute, uh, we meet our friend, the tough old curmudgeon Cup. As we said before, he's hanging out with Huffer, uh, Hound. He's in kind of a menial task of placing barricades in the way of the road here. And Blue Streak, right? And Blue Streak, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, Keep in mind, they have these... They have the ability for interstellar travel. Mm -hmm. They can build a power plant that has multiple types of Every type. energy harnessing ability, mm -hmm. yet they build a little wooden sign that says stop and, to block the road. And, what, like, okay. and why are they doing that in the first place? Well, I was going to ask you, do you know why there's a roadblock there? No. What, what do you think why they're putting... And I didn't either, and it never occurred to me whenever I was a kid. And this is where the original scripts help, actually. Because in the original scripts, it's clearer that because when, when uh, Hot Rod proposes to go to Lookout Mountain... Daniel says, uh, we're not supposed to leave the city, and you're not allowed to go up there. That's why they have why? that roadblock. Exactly. And also, <laughs> why is it facing out? Like, why not facing in? Why would you want people to stay in Autobot City and not come into... I don't know. Stop. So that doesn't make this any sense. This area off limits. And why? why? Apparently, it's made out of balsa wood. Yeah, it shatters. Right? <laughs> if they wanted people to stay out of that, you know they could build a big, you know... Metal wall, and I'm, maybe those, maybe those, uh, like cr uh, the X, the big X's that are like uh, D-Day barriers. Yeah, uh, maybe those are metal, and they just haven't put them in place yet. Perhaps I suppose. But if you fly, we're like talking about uh, ten ten oh seven is where we're looking at. So maybe I I got it. They're but they're they put all of their budget into <laughs> building the power plant, and they have very little money left over. Oh fuck. To just build it out of wood, I guess. Yes. <laughs> they can sell that power for money. That's how that works. Or Autobots should be the richest things on the planet of Earth. With they would be like the Dubai of... <laughs> they can build a metal, big metal wall. No, they build this <laughs> little dumb little easy. thing. Uh, so I was just going to talk about Cup for a minute or two. This is our introduction to that character. Um, seasoned veteran. His tech specs call him the Cybertron Chief of Security. Known for his adventurous stories, so much swashbuckling, <laughs> swashbuckling in his yeah. in his career. Um, called Cup because why? I don't know. It's really stupid. Okay, great. Lay it on me. Turns into a pickup truck. Oh, like pick cup. I kind of wish I didn't know that. Pick cup. Pick up. <laughs> cup. No. Pick. I've never heard anyone refer to their truck as "Let's go get in my cup." <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard referred to it as "pick"? Get in my pick. Well, I've heard it called "pickup." You can call him "pickup." So or, <laughs> I don't know. And Caleb owned a pickup. So I, I'm, he should be I'm well versed. I'm kind of angry this episode. You are not pissing me off. How many Sorry. beers have you had? I've had half a one. Okay, all right. I need more to mellow me out. I guess. <laughs> So, oh, all right. so uh, we talked in the credit sequence about Cup a little bit. We talked about Lionel Stander, who voiced him in this movie. And I just wanted to mention, because uh, it seems like the best place to bring it up, that so Lionel Stander didn't voice him in the cartoon after the movie. 
And but and I looked up a little bit about the guy who did, and even though technically he might actually be in the credit sequence of this movie, so we'll call it relevant. <laughs> um, but a gentleman by the name of John Stevenson, he acted on several TV shows in the fifties and seventies. Uh, he skipped the sixties. Uh, we'll say fifties to the seventies. All right. Uh, and uh, but his voice acting career is really uh, was his strength, and he did lots of stuff with Hanna Barbera. He did tons of one-off characters with Scooby-Doo. So basically, anybody who got the face mask ripped off of him, <laughs> he would You're do that guy's voice. And it would, he's the meddling kids guy. <laughs> he, he was like a, kids a sessions guy. I musician. I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> he was like a ses- sessions musician yeah. voice actor. He did. He was in the Flintstones. I mean, every kind of rando side character on the Flintstones. But I bet he was. I bet he was Fred's boss. Uh, he was Mr. Slate. Mr. Slate. As, uh, as a matter of fact, that would a nice guess. Flintstone. Wow. But every time, you know, every time some like in the Flintstones, you know, their, their technology was just oh, animals God. with random. It's a living. <laughs> he was that guy. I can tell you this. I bet stuff. Mr. Slate could build a better sign than Cupcakes. <laughs> Stupid sign. It's like a pig for this. I mean, I if went that to was college. built out of stone, it would literally be better than what it's built out they, of. They'd set a brontosaurus across <laughs> it and be like, and the brontosaurus would be like, it's a living. Yeah. I, I, we Okay. <laughs> We talked over it, but I thought that another good one was, for this, I went to college? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get that in there. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Yep. Uh, a couple other things that I were of note, I th- interest particularly to us, and probably a lot of people out there. So he was involved in virtually every Hanna-Barbera series that Adult Swim knocked oh. off and remade. So he was the Space original... Ghost. He, I don't know if he was the original Space Ghost. I missed that if he was. But he was the original Dr. Benton Sequest in Johnny Quest. Nice. He, um, on the show Birdman, which became Harvey Birdman, Attorney mm-hmm. Law, he was X the Eliminator, Reducto. On C-Lab 2020, the original version, he was Mr., or I should say Captain Michael Murphy, so the old man. Um, he was also in some of the Marvel stuff, Fantastic Four, X-Men. But in Transformers, uh, he did Cup. Thundercracker, Huffer, Alpha Trion, Wind Charger, and a couple other guys. Autobot X, Dr. Alcazar. But so, anyway, the guy who took over his voice is uh, I had guess a lot of shit going it's on. It's been so long. I haven't seen the uh, TV show in so long. I just assume, I don't know why I assume that Lionel Stander continued doing Cup, because, but I don't remember seeing a noticeable difference when I was a kid between the movie and the TV show. Does, it sound, does he sound pretty similar? I can't. I guess I could drop in a, 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 a thing where I compare the two sure. right here. This is the movie. Okay, okay. Well, the dust was really thick. And then this gigantic Ikyak came trumping and stumping down the mountain. Flames spewing out of its nostrils. And I thought for sure, hey, cop, don't you think we have... And this is the TV show. Yeah, we're where we ought to be, but... But Cybertron's gone. Oh, it's <laughs> that. That, sounded, that was a great comparison. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> great job. I have a question about Cup. Okay. Uh, did he? Ha- it, I wasn't aware that Transformers had the ability to like physically age. Yeah, that is interesting. And uh, until Alpha Trion, in the first couple seasons, Alpha Trion. He's an older guy with a beard mm-hmm. and looks with older. A beard, yeah, that's. Weird. But uh, Cup here, yeah, he's weathered. Was he's he got bags under his yeah. eyes and you was, know, kind of a yeah. drawn-in face? Yeah, these things are millions of years old. I, I'm, I'm yeah, so to... he's got to be like a billion. <laughs> well, I'm trying to imagine like 
you know, Cup seems to be the only I, Transformer that ages. I mean, that being said, Wheelie is like either just he's either young or just was programmed to be super immature. <laughs> right. Yeah, he seems to be a child. Um, I think maybe Cup is just like battle weary. Like he's been through so many battles, it's really been hard on his system. He drinks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's seen some shit, man. He's got some PTSD you think going Cup on. Smokes. Well, I, I mean, like literally, because in the he's comic, so broken down. In the IDW comics, Cup does smoke. He, Are you serious? He has an electronic cigar. It's called a he's cigar. Vape? He's vaping? He's always a cigar? Yeah. There you go. He smokes cigars. It's affected his voice. It's aged him. Cuban cigars? Wow. Oh, so we a got cigar. to the bottom <laughs> That's a weird... Does that predate vaping? We need some... We need some fan fiction where we where he introduces introduces Wheelie to Cigars. <laughs> Air Wheelie, try this. It'll put electronic hair on your chest. <laughs> God, that was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hot Rod, seven seconds in, bursts through the barricade and explodes. <laughs> I mean, almost <laughs> hits. He almost hits Cub. He literally yeah. bumps him. He like <laughs> he rubs him. It looks like he look does. at that. Look oh, at man. Uh, look at Daniel in there. This he's is like he's minute, got his arm up. This is ten oh nine. Even Daniel's freaking out a little bit. So just another sign that Hot Rod is young, impetuous, Impulsive. a show off, a bit of an asshole even. Oh <laughs> really. yeah, one hundred percent careless. Like, like, he's a prick. Uh, <laughs> like they spent all this time putting this sign up, and he's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> okay, shit. at this. Okay, keep going. I'm, uh, but the point. This point right here. What do you think he says? I know what he says. I do too, but okay. what do you think he says, Caleb? Uh, uh, do you want to hear it again? 10-13? I don't even have a good... I don't have a good... I'll straighten you out. You almost you knocked my cigar out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I. it sounds like... I mean, uh, I don't, never really knew what it was when I was a kid. Table Robin, Young Punk, is what I, I'm like. Oh, he... Ins- like, all right, let's see. That's so stupid. <laughs> table. That's not now. All I hear is table robin. <laughs> yeah, you table robin. What he actually says, I think I had, and I had to go to the the uh, script for this too. Is uh, well, I guess I have two different ones here because IMDb says Turbo Rodden, and mm. another source that I apparently did not list uh, says Turbo Revan. That's uh, what I thought it was. Cornell eighteen oh one dot com is what that is. So. But in the original script, it does say Turbo Revan. So I guess IMDb is just wrong. Yeah, Turbo Revan. Turbo, Turbo Revan, young punk. I'll straighten you out yet. Anyway. <laughs> that always, I never understood that line as a kid. So, okay. Hot Rod busts through the barricade. He revs his way up to Lookout Mountain. Yeah, Tokyo Drifts on that shit. <laughs> he does an awesome Tokyo Drift move. Lands on a nice shot I, around... I still can't wrap my head around why do they want to not let people up at Lookout Mountain. I mean, it looks like a great spot. <laughs> it's even got a telescope. It's only for the rich. It's got a... Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is the upper Lido deck. Uh, you're in steerage. Not... I would say, so Lookout Mountain, it's got one like little, uh, uh, <laughs> one viewing, uh, one viewing thing. Yeah. I mean, look at the size of the, um, look at the size of the platform. It's quite a structure just to put a viewer up there that no one can get to. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. This transformation. Okay. I need to 10, get over it. 10, 19. Hot Rod's transformation here is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I, it pisses me off a little bit. They that cut off cool. the top yeah. of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, like it could have done a pan up to see it because he does when he stands up. It's just from waist down. But yeah, that like when it's the hood lifts up and mm-hmm. it's it's fucking the cockpit. Awesome. It kind of flips forward mm-hmm. and then just everything. Falls Although he into transforms itself. in different ways because in in some of the tra- in the transformation yeah. in, 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 in an upcoming minute, his arms spin around. Oh, maybe there's different. You know, he has different ways that he can do it. Maybe they can. Switch I looked around. into this actually, and um, just digging deep into transformations, and there are instances in at least the expanded universe where. Uh, the bots are able to affect different co- different modes of their transformation, apparently by practice and concentration. Like, uh, there's one, I, I, I think Bumblebee, in, and I should have probably written all this down, uh, but can transform into an alternate mode. Uh, but apparently it ha- some of the transformation does have to do with uh, cognitive ability and thinking and practice about how to transform. Oh, wow. So it's more of a uh, kind of like a... It's a skill. It's yeah, a, it's a martial art. Basically, yeah, like there is a mental component to a lot of, and the better, like the more mental concentration you have, the faster you can transform. So you would say that trans, like transforming, there's a, like, has like an association with like either yoga or Pilates. You know what I'm I saying? I think the martial sure. arts would be more. Well, yeah, I guess. I like to say I like to combo. say it's a martial art, but because it's yeah something your muscle memory. I would say yoga. <laughs> All right, we'll go with yoga. <laughs> we'll go with yoga. One quick thing I never mentioned, it's kind of a dumb point, but at 10.15, you can see that telescopic, uh, you know, thing. Device, what thing. are those called? The viewer? Look at uh, the shape. Fi- viewinder. But look oh, wow. at it. What look, at okay, sh- so, look at the shape of that thing. So look at the shape of it. Daniel hops out. Hot Rod transforms awesomely. And now it look. he's going to run up to it. It looks totally different. Yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> no, the painting, go, back, go back to the, the shot between of the, the platform. Go between back to the, the painting shot. and the animation. I'm sorry. Different. and I, I norm, You know, I normally am not the guy that goes for this kind of thing. <laughs> you don't like to work blue? That the perfect shape of a dick. It does look phallic. <laughs> no, I mean what? all the way. All the, look. <laughs> That's a dick. Everything. Is it flopping to the left? I, I don't... Is I, that's this the, part of it? That's is the it ball, like, yeah, that's, that's the balls on the bottom. Oh, you're saying just the thing at the end there. The, the shaft and the mushroom oh, head. Oh, I see what you're it's saying. The whole, the whole Lookout Mountain platform is a cock. It yeah. is. Right. Is this a, really is. sort of a Hidden Little Mermaid style uh, pornographic Anybody Easter egg? That? I'm just saying, I mean, normally I don't like to go this go down this rabbit hole, but that is the really spot on shape of a... I can't shot. believe I missed it. Right. I'm usually on the lookout for penis. Well, <laughs> 10, this is 15. Lookout Mountain. <laughs> maybe that's why they're uh, not maybe that's why they're not allowed to go up there. <laughs> Adults only. <laughs> okay, so Daniel is going up to the viewfinder, and he notices a hole in the shuttle, and uh, then uh, Hot Rod's like, "What?" And he's got a viewfinder that comes down. And he looks up into the shuttle. I, I, another, I, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, you. I was just gonna say another great one-off. In in like uh, addition to Prime's uh, axe that comes out of his hand in one in the uh, for pilot and uh, Megatron's uh, fucking flail. And um, I mean, if there's another one with Springer later, just a one-off. If you never see this ability again, but the viewfinder that comes down with Hot Rod so he can magnify his vision again. Why does he need a visor? But or or just later in the movie, he has a saw in his hand. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does. And I think maybe a welding device or something. And every it's like every tra- like in the third-party toys, a lot of it, the times they come with extras that represent those. Functions. It's just awesome how whatever function a transformer needs at any given time, they just it. give it to him. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe it's part of that concentration thing. 
Maybe maybe so. they can like, they just affect, believe affect simple tools. He just believed that he needed you a gotta finder be, in that moment. That's right. What is appear? What is the song that's playing? It's a uh, dare. Yeah. But is it believe? The word believe in that. The word believe is in that. Dare to believe. Dare to believe. Dare to believe. <laughs> Transform into whatever you want. <laughs> Visors come down on I, your yeah. eyes. I mean, dare to believe. All right. Okay. Do, 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 do. One thing. I want, okay. So here's. Okay. This is a nerdy problem, but. Here's my problem with this. These uh, are all nerdy problems. I know, that's true. But this one is above and beyond. Like, that shuttle, 100% would have burned up on, re- on entry. They would have been sucked They would have been sucked out of the hole. They, well, it, they just would have been incinerated. It's structurally unsound. There's no way that it, it couldn't have burned up. Like, now, it, are you saying it's structurally unsound from the hole that was already yeah, in it? Yeah. Or are yeah. you basing the structural unsoundness by, it only takes Hot Rod about 10 shots from his... Pea-sized cannons to cut the damn thing let's in put half. A, let's put a put a pin in that because that's another point I wanted <laughs> to go up. On. But because there's a hole in it, you can't like the shuttle presumably. And this is something a lot of people actually mistake. The uh, the heating on entry into the atmosphere isn't from friction. Friction is negligible. It's from the air in front of the shuttle compressing. So basically. All that would happen is all that heat would just go right into that hole, and they would yeah. be incinerated, and the thing would explode. Sure. No, they they they, right. they should have. I mean, there's fucking idiots. I mean, uh, again, that's a stupid problem. Uh, but okay, to your point of, uh, <laughs> of hot rod shooting, and again, I think that's the only time he's got these awesome guns. I think this may be the only time he ever uses them ever. I love those guys. From an animation perspective, I think it's really cool how they, and I never noticed it until kind of watching it frame by frame for this podcast, that um, when he's blasting away, the lasers sequentially fire from mm-hmm. the top, middle, the top bottom, to bottom, top, middle, mm-hmm. bottom, top, middle, and bottom. And the animation's really cool. Yeah. The animation on all these laser <laughs> blasts is cool how they put like a little, uh, I don't know what you call it, like just plasma Sparks blasts around it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, to your point, it seems radically... Uh, alternative as to what his blasts do because and you were talking about like here they're doing nothing they hit starscream he just falls down (laughs) and that's the thing i was like does starscream just fall over in the script it says he dodges out of the way but he very obviously at 10 40 gets hit in the arm and and then falls falls over Ah. and then in like milliseconds later almost cuts the ship in half with the blast through well i mean i remember like you know in the animated in the series like they're the, the the power of their firearms Radically only alternative. like yeah. matched what needed to be accomplished uh, according to the storyline. Like I, I've sure. seen with Megatron's a good example. I've seen Megatron with his cannon like blast like. Well, you'll see in a second. Yeah, he he. Yes, yeah, right. He uh, he 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 blows up Dickhead Mountain. Up. <laughs> <laughs> What's that Don Fool doing? That's but, what we're referring to. That's going to be a great screenshot for Twitter. Dickhead Mountain. We talk about Mountain. Dickhead Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> the. Uh, so oh. and I assume that these guys have, in the same way that, to your point, they have mental control over their transformation ability, uh, perhaps they have control over the power of their blasters. Maybe. Like, maybe it's, they can set it to stun or set it to mm-hmm. ultra power, but why didn't you just set it to ultra power right from the get-go? And that. there's Sunstreaker. Yep, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice before that, that, that Sunstreaker was helping out with and, the barricades and, and as and well. And Huffer, Huffer? Yep, Huffer. So, yeah, so the, at 10.42, you see a shot. At, so Hot Rod is already... Notice there's Decepticons this ship. He's taking fire at the ship. Uh, you see from kind of Cup's point of view that uh, you know Hot Rod is firing at this ship, and he's what is that fool? What, What's that darn fool doing? That's better than I can do it for sure. So everybody's kind of like, what the hell's going on? Here's a thought that I have. You can see 
um, the ship firing back at him. A couple things I think of is obviously he's not a, he's not just gonna fire on a ship randomly. Like, well, well who knows? Hot he hot just ran through a barrier. <laughs> he's out of control. They're probably a little pissy with him right now. <laughs> but uh, but also, uh, Decepticon laser blasts and explosions are a different color from Autobot laser blasts and explosions. Yes, GI Joe was like that. So yeah, GI Joe was like that. So you can see Hot Rod's blasts have more of an orange tint. Yes. And the Decepticon blasts have purple. more of a purple tint. Mm -hmm. And so if you're those guys and you see that fire oh, exchange, no. you should be thinking, oh, yeah. there's something up here. <laughs> it's oh, not no. that Hot Rod's just a dumb fucker. Yeah. Purple laser. G.I. Joe was, G.I. Joe, like, uh, G.I. Joe, was, they're, they're, I think they were always blue and Cobra was yeah, red. Yeah, red. Yeah. And and that, way you knew who was, that way you knew who was firing at whom. That's right. And everything with the Decepticons is purple. Like, the ship that Galvatron yeah. has later is purple. They like purple, mm -hmm. man. Uh, their <laughs> symbol is purple. Their favorite musical artist? Prince. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's the, right. favorite, the favorite album is Purple Rain. Actually, man. they prefer the artist formerly known as uh, R.I.P. Prince albums. So, okay, we get to the part around 1046, so our hot rod like, guns take a massive like, upgrade, I guess. That's right. Well, maybe it's like one, two, three, they're in order of power, oh. and the third one is like... <laughs> Although, so. I will say, this would have been a great opportunity to have a... I mean, <laughs> Autobots take the lion's share of death in this one. Maybe he, Hot Rod could have taken out a Decepticon. Maybe. At least one in that gigantic explosion of the ship right there. They all there. fly out, though. So the, so the Decepticons are flying out. This always reminded me... Oh, Megatron's you, upside down. Whenever you take out a wasp's nest... Oh, he is. He and is. the wasps just come flying out mm -hmm. out of nowhere is kind of what they're... I wonder if they animated that thinking that they were flying from a different angle than... Uh, I mean, it, I guess it, orientation-wise, it doesn't matter. He it's spins. 1048. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he spins. And That's then this cool. transformation of Starscream at, like, 1048, 1040, uh, is pretty cool. I will have to say. Transforms, Blitzwing transforms, and uh, die, die Autobot. Not the best uh, drawing of uh, Gal or Megatron, Megatron at 1050 as he goes into it. Gigantic blast that mm -hmm. wipes out the entire screen. One shot misses, the next shot basically and this is, cuts the head off the dick, yep. if you will. Oh, he castrates the mountain. <laughs> well, uh, and this is kind of cool because it does show that Hot Rod does have a heart, like he cares about Daniel's safety. Again, he's forever putting him in and saving him from danger, but then they surf yeah. down the mountain, basically. And that's where it ends on a, it's a nice uh, shot. Hot Rod's yeah. back. It's a great, yeah, it's a great shot. Hot yeah. Rod, the camera is kind of coming at the camera. You see Daniel, he screams, and then you get right into Hot Rod's Face. gorgeous blue eyes, mm -hmm. and then he uh, lost fades in those off, eyes. <laughs> fades uh, or starts to turn away from the camera and continues to slide down the mountain. Now, uh, I guess we could. Um, hmm. What? Well, I was gonna say, I guess we could what? cover this later, but uh, the Stan Bush song is still playing here, and. Um, you know, we'll cover his bio and stuff, but something I didn't realize until recently, I can't believe it, but uh, he does he does another song in a movie that is one of my favorites of all time, Bloodsport, with uh, JCVD, mm -hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I've heard of it. Uh, Same song? No, it's a different song, equally awesome, and um, I'll just play it for very you Very similar? It is. It's very... Uh, it's, uh, it's called... Um, oh, what is it? Guts gotta have them <laughs> to take a chance. Actually, it's called Fight to Survive. <laughs> gotta have guts to fight to survive. Yeah. But it's basically what, what everybody would know it if you love Bloodsport. It's the Kumite song. Uh, and I'll, I'll drop in just some parts of this quickly. Like, this sounds like Miami Vice. It does actually here, yeah. 
Same kind of uh, emotion, but I don't think it sounds. It gets, it's, this, it's where the. <laughs> this part is like them running through the streets. He's playing a cat and mouse game with the detectives that are trailing him. I love Bloodsport. <laughs> Anyway, that's basically the song, and then you get to the chorus where it's just Kumite, which is awesome. Is he is he the vocalist for these songs as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's the writer. I think he does it all. Does honestly, it all. I think does it all. Got a good voice. Hell of a voice. Just wanted to get Bloodsport in there. No, I'm glad you did. I love Bloodsport. A quick discussion I'd like to have with you guys about Hot Rod and his impulsivity. Um, so obviously they're really trying to hammer home the point that he's young and inexperienced and uh, kind of a douchebag. And one of the things I was thinking of in rewatching this minute a couple times, I'd take it a little further. You mentioned earlier that he gets da- all the trouble that Daniel gets in is because of Hot Rod, <laughs> it's 100% right? Like, uh, like, uh, and, and it starts with, with like, if, and so that scene on the cliff at Lookout Mountain struck me in a way that it never had because. Like, him firing on that ship put Daniel in real danger. Like, real yeah. immediate danger. Like, yeah. really bad. That kid should that's have been, true. like, incinerated. And so, that's fucked up. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, honestly, if Hot Rod... I mean, his name's Hot Rod. Of course, he doesn't keep his cool. His name should, If his name were Cool Rod, <laughs> then... Cool he could have he could have kept his cool and maybe just driven really quickly up to Autobot City, or better yet, used some sort of telecommunications to be like, "Hey oh. guys, there's Decepticons on that yes. ship. Let's ambush them." Yeah, no, like, just, well, <laughs> he, he could have prevented the whole war. He just starts if firing. If he would have just not yeah. started firing, they could have ambushed the ship, mm. taken out all those guys. No war. Prime's still alive. Mm, all that I don't shit. know. I don't know if I agree because, like, presumably, again, he's on babysitting duty. Is anybody gonna take him seriously? Like, I guess he could be like, just look at the shuttle like I did with my super lenses. But that's taking more time. Why would maybe... you not take a babysitter seriously? <laughs> what do you mean by that? The call's coming from inside the house. Yeah. Inside job. Inside job. Follow the money. Qui bono. Excellent. We did it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, a couple other notes I had on script deviations, which Ryan, I'll, do you have any script deviations? Uh, I don't. I forgot to look on this minute. Uh, we'll have some next, I'm sure. Okay, well, I've got a couple. They're not really deviations as much as they are just kind of uh, left outs, perhaps. But There's a lot of left out. Like, Autobot City, the Siege of Autobot City is much more massive in the original script. It would be that. like a three-hour movie. Did they, uh, did they edit out a part where... Uh... The, the the ship, the Autobot shuttle, like, is unmanned and just crashes into a person's house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. How many, that's true. It's never big addressed. enough to take out a whole cul-de-sac. Yeah, there's, like, some guy mowing his yard. He's like... <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, it's in a relatively remote region. I assume it had no... Uh, maybe some wildlife damage. Like a park... It, like, hit a park ranger? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... Somebody's yeah. dead. A ranger <laughs> station gets knocked out, yeah. So if, uh, something funny from the script that made me laugh is that that was left out of the movie. Uh, when Daniel and Hot Rod first arrived at Lookout Mountain, Daniel hops out and sees the viewfinder, and Hot Rod says to Daniel, Now take a squint through those babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> just make me laugh. Take I would, a squint through those babies. Don't take a squint what's so those awesome babies. is like, uh, oh, it's what's the, the writer's man. name? I forget. I'm blanking on it right now. Who, what? The writer of this movie. Oh, his name? Uh, either Ron Friedman or Flint Friedman. Dilly, depending yeah. on what let's, we want to believe. Let's I, go take a squint up on Dickhead Mountain. I love, <laughs> I love the idea 
idea that he banged that out in the word processor, or I guess this time it would be a typewriter, and was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he felt good about that. That's the shit. That's how, that's how a cool young guy would <laughs> that's talk. That's right. <laughs> I know what's hip. So, also in the script, uh, Take a by, whenever, whenever uh, Daniel notices the hole in the ship, Hot Rod... You know, we saw a visor coming over, and the original script just binoculars come out of his oh. eyes, which the visor thing is way cooler in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> like that's that some, would have been creepy. That's yeah. some Inspector Gadget shit. Yeah. That's like Laserbeak with the camera coming out of that's his head. That's right. Also, um, I don't know if Hot Rod just has a. I, like, I guess you have to assume Hot Rod knew this because he sees Decepticons on the ship. He just or like he says uh, he. This is for Ironhide, and so's this. Oh, that's right. I did while read he's that. firing on the ship. So, like, how do you know Ironhide's dead? And right. I guess you just assume it. Because, assume it, but yeah. but, uh, but he says that. And what and what about the other guys? <laughs> and then yeah. this is for Ratchet. I mean, and I don't care about Prowl. I never cared much about Prowl. <laughs> yeah, he's senselessly shooting at the ship, yeah. not being really knowing aware of anything. Well, we know the well, Autobots again, are being held captive on the true. ship. Uh, if anything, yeah, we know. If anything, makes... we know from the TV show that's probably the case. Because no one ever died. That makes me feel right. bad. I really hate. I, I'm I, I really mean, again, disliking Hot Rod. He's now. impulsive, and, and and he didn't think. But he was his first impulse was uh, we need to stop the Decepticons. I'm still on his side. You guys seem like you hate him, <laughs> but I'm still pulling for him. I think by the end of this movie, he's going to turn it all around. I still think the whole war could have been averted with one simple uh, communication revision. Hey, Ultra Magnus. Uh, Maybe get a few guys together and beware that a, ship that's coming. I, I clearly what see What a boring-ass movie that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a lot of this shit, uh, the reason is because movie. Yes. But, uh, and you'll like this, Caleb. In the script version of this, uh, Megatron, uh, so um, Hot Rod starts firing on the ship because he sees Starscream in the hole, as we do. Uh-huh. But uh, Megatron, uh, so the Decepticons start firing back, yeah. and Megatron yells at Starscream, Saying, you imbecile, our cover is blown. <laughs> oh, there we go. He yeah. gets a good dig on Starscream in the script. And, and then Starscream says, it was your stupid strategy. And then they jump out of the ship and start attacking. Wait a minute. So there was already... So Hot, uh, Hot Rod and Daniel noticed the hole in the ship first, fired first. Mm-hmm. And then Megatron blames Starscream on the For standing the in the hole, I guess. Well, because, yeah, because Hot Rod saw him standing in the hole. I guess if Hot, if no, if no, nobody had been standing in the hole, perhaps the cover wouldn't have been blown or he wouldn't uh, have fired on the, yeah. on the ship. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty Starscream, weird. the whipping boy of this movie, he really gets a lot of shit. <laughs> it's the true. ultimate shit at one point. The one other thing that I thought was interesting was that hot so Megatron blows up the cliff there. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod descends down the mountain, and in the script, he while he's descending down the mountain, he gets in a minor scuffle with Hook and Scavenger, which he I guess throws them against the mountain, which causes an even bigger landslide. And Hot Rod surfs down That's the right. landslide oh, yeah. and shouts, "Whoa, Cowabunga!" <laughs> I'm so glad that didn't happen. Like, uh, this was, I think this probably predates it, but he's like, <laughs> my favorite movie is Point Break. <laughs> it's like, Radical. <laughs> he is all, I wish they would have given Hot Rod a stoner accent. Oh, God, no. Oh, man. Or like a bro. Talk like, about dull, Daniel. Let's go up to Dickhead Mountain, Jack. <laughs> we gotta surf that curl, bro. Jazz and, Jazz and Iron Eye are up there smoking a J. <laughs> a Robo J? What is it? A Cyber J? Cyber Blunt? No, what was it? What was Cup's thing called? Saigar, bro. Saigar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's all I've got. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm I'm fresh out of notes. <laughs> what was oh, your yeah. note that you took? Oh, it was about cup aging. I just oh, was like, that's a good, can good, they good age note. or do they not age? Because they, you know, they. Uh, I don't think in the in the in the series they really were putting like an age on Transformers, but it seems in this movie they were introducing like kind of age. Well, I think as... that Optimus Prime is kind of known to be an older, wiser. Mm-hmm. But that's Ironhide because, as but that's, well. But yep. he was transformed by the Matrix. The Matrix makes him older and wiser in a way. Well, Such as Hot Rod, Hot weird... Rod becoming uh, Rodimus, but Cup is an old man. Well, the weird, I mean, the thing... We can talk about this when he transforms into Rodimus, but Optimus doesn't change. Like he's rebuilt in the series into a battle bot, uh, like a battle form. Uh, I just remember the guy's name. Uh, whenever Orion Pax, it was was it Orion Pax? No, he he was Orion Pax, but he the guy who built him into a battle. I mode. thought it was Alpha Trion. Maybe it is. I think it probably is. Him and uh, his girlfriend, whose name, again, I'm forget- Alita, Alita One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alita One. Uh, they're transformed into battle modes, uh, which are sturdier and, and, and stronger to fight the Decepticons. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't change when he gets the Matrix, like uh, the way Hot Rod does. He doesn't mount, He doesn't uh, morph or anything like that. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. Because apparently you need a trailer to be a leader. I felt, I did fall down the rabbit hole of like, finding out that whole, that um, why. Oh, hey, here's something. Uh, we asked this question uh, earlier in several episodes ago. <laughs> uh, why Transformers transform? And I actually did find out the answer, which was that originally they didn't, and the Decepticons uh, were the first ones to... Is that right? No, no, no. The Decepticons, uh, the Autobots uh, made the uh, transformation a part of their, uh, their makeup to battle the Decepticons because the Decepticons were stronger. And so in order to combat them, uh, they became... Uh, you know, the alternate, alternate modes, exactly. And then that ended uh, the war and brought on the Golden Age, but then the Decepticons, um, and any listeners, if I'm missing this, I don't have my notes on this available, but I'm pretty sure it, it ushered in the Golden Age, and then the Decepticons uh, back-engineered how to transform also, which started the, the ultimate civil war, which led to this. They stole the technology. That's right. Like Samsung and Apple, man. Because originally Orion Pax was really impressed with Megatron. He thought he was a cool can, dude. Can Samsung phones fly? They can transform. And Apple phones can't. That's the difference. Oh. We're in the golden age. <laughs> wow, that really... All right, well, so that's about all for us. Thank mm-hmm. you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to uh, your episode 10 or 11, however we want to decide. <laughs> episode 11. Christ. <laughs> but uh, please uh, like... Subscribe, follow us on all of our social medias, which at this point consist of Twitter. I think that's our main one. I think that's the one I'm kind of settling on. But you guys also do the Facebook, yes. handle Facebook, or also on Instagram. Instagram. All of those are at apoddecast, as well as our website at uh, autopoddecepticast.com. So yes, please stay. And, and also, uh, iTunes. Like it. Comment. All that stuff. Vote that up. Review. Yep. Or uh, give us five stars, Review please. it if you like it. If you don't, go don't. fuck yourself. <laughs> if you don't, just, just don't say, say anything. Why are you on episode uh, 11 if this you don't is, like us? You, you just listen to us and hate? It is Tell- uniquely a podcast that is linear. You Jumping in and out seems like it's probably not going to happen. So do all those things. Tell your friends, too. Yes, Tell- word of mouth is very important. You know what? Uh, let's not uh, let's not pretend that we don't want to build an audience. <laughs> we want more people to hear about all this awesome Transformers and, trivia. Yeah, if you if you have any uh, comments, if you got anything wrong, let us know. We'll uh, shout it out in an, another episode. Yep. So we'll shout it out from the top of Dickhead Mountain. <laughs> That's right. 
All right, goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye, dickheads. <laughs>